0: Welcome to the worst of the best podcast. You wanted the best. Well, they didn't freaking make it. So here's what you get from Canada, Ryan and Ruben.
1: Okay. Oh, we're already recording. Hey, Ruben, welcome. Welcome to the Worst of the Best Podcast. I am your host, and with me, with with me, with me is my brother, Ruben. How you doing, brother? Good, good. Is this your first time doing the introduction? Yeah, I think this is my first time. You know, we're, <laughs> on, we're on Season 3. I think we're almost close to wrapping up Season 3, because we do 25 episodes per season. This will be episode something or another, but we're we're doing pretty good. I can't believe we're almost wrapping up Season 3. Wow.
0: But yeah, speaking of time flying by... Hopefully we'll get this done before we're dead. Sure. Ruben, have you ever thought about
1: how you might die?
0: It's crossed my brain once or twice.
1: Sure. You've had cancer. I'm sure it might still get you. So you hang on. You know, you never know. And an ex-wife. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've wondered how I was going to die. Here's a question for you. This actually totally ties into our topic today. And we'll get to the topic in a second if you haven't read the title of the episode. If you had to choose how to die that was neither natural nor medical meaning like you can't die in your sleep, can't die of a heart attack. You have mm-hmm. to die in an unconventional way. This is exactly what our topic is today. What would be that way? Without looking at the list. Okay. I'm not looking at the list. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm thinking maybe a
0: medical procedure.
1: Ah, but you're put under. That's not fair. See, I hate to say it, but this is a little bit more morbid than that. That's dying peacefully. Oh, okay. Sure, if you're, I say I would like to die if unconventional, but you're fully lucid. That's the criteria.
0: Okay, here's a scenario where I was worried that I would die, okay? Okay? A few years ago, I was looking for a chiropractor, found one. He was a very big, large, muscular man. I'm a big guy. This guy made me feel like I was a little petite, little man, the size of Tom Cruise, and no muscles. He was complaining about how he will have customers that will come in, and then they don't come in again. Because you got to do, you know, more than one time, you know, to get the be- the effects of the, the treatment. He was about to crack my neck, and he put his ginormous biceps around my neck like a choker hold, and he was about to twist it. And he's having this conversation, and it just happened in this moment. And he's like, "You're gonna come back, right?" Wow! Just just before he was about to, to twist my neck,
1: absolutely, absolutely, like,
0: yeah, of course. Well, like, am I gonna die? Yeah, I never went back. He no. freaked the crap out of me.
1: Okay, so that's your unconventional way of dying—is to have somebody yeah. like literally break your net in a chiropractor appointment. Okay, I like it. Mine, okay. mine's a plane crash. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just knowing that when that impact comes, it's going to be over fairly quickly. Once that once that plane hits the ground at whatever velocity that's going at, you know what I mean.
0: What I like about the plane crash is assuming that you're high up, there's going to be a few minutes before it actually happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get to think about it. You get to, uh, a phone call.
1: Yeah, I'd probably leave a video message on my phone in case it survived. I think i just Facebook Live it. If there's no cell reception, though. You, most most uh,
0: airplanes have Wi-Fi.
1: Oh, so as the plane's crashing, you can ask the stewardess for the Wi-Fi connection? <laughs> <laughs> you might as <laughs> well just load up your credit card. Okay, so here we go. So, Ruben, we're going to talk about the 10... Horribly unconventional ways that people have died. So these are all true. If you're if you're sensitive to talking about death, we apologize. Uh, this is a trigger for you, and I say it with all seriousness. And they don't listen to this episode, but we are going to talk about how human beings have left this mortal coil. Unfortunately, with seven billion people, there's just more than one way that people leave this earth. Uh, we're actually really billion now. That's crazy. I keep thinking we're still three billion. All right, Ruben, Here we go. Number 10, death by dog food. And I thought, this person eat the food? No, it's better. Milena Paula Campos' sister came home one day, and she immediately knew that something was amiss, because the neighbors met her upon her return to complain that her dogs had been barking wildly for hours and just wouldn't shut up. So after investigating to see what was going on, she found that her sister was buried beneath... <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Her sister was buried beneath four large bags of dog food. <laughs> Apparently, when her sister was attempting to feed the 40 dogs that they had oh, taken
0: please, in, please
1: the oh. bags fell on her and suffocated her under the weight. Oh. Why why not many dogs? 40 dogs.
0: I guess oh, they were like
1: a, they were dog rescue. You know, I, I get it. My mother it. my my, my mother in law rescues dogs, but Who's gonna rescue the human? Yeah. In another sad tale of dog feeding gone wrong, here's another one, Ruben. Carol Williams tried to feed her pet dog after having, you know, too many cocktails. So as one does. <laughs> while leaning down to fill Fidel's bowl, she apparently was overcome from her intoxication and fell face first into the dog's no. bowl. No, As if smothering in dog food wasn't bad enough, the edge of the bowl dug into her neck and she eventually passed away. Once she was discovered, she was found to be three times over the legal limit. Wow. But she
0: fell. The legal limit to
1: to feed your dog? She died in dog food. (laughs) Wow. Okay, Ruben, what about yours? Wow. What do you mean What about mine? The next story. Number nine? Yeah. By what? Death by okay. dog. That was number ten. These are the. Let me Two. remind our listeners: these are ten unconventional ways that people have died. I couldn't make this stuff up. Like I would have never thought about drowning in dog food. Exactly.
0: That's the funny thing to me is that they would never think, "Oh, me taking in these dogs is going to lead to my death." Me getting this dog. If I didn't get this dog, I'd still be alive today. Yeah. Like you don't know the path. That things will happen you know what but I mean you
1: could argue if she never got the dogs, then she would have been going somewhere else that same day to do something else and then she would have got hit in a t-bone accident you never know what
0: like yeah
1: there, uh, wasn't there some movies about that where they're trying to escape death final destination
0: yeah anyways death by pecking another disturbing story people done wrong by their own animals a farmer named Franz Jumut. if I said that wrong well sorry Franz you're dead and he was found dead on his farm. Police were anxious to discover the reason behind his apparent mutilation and death. Oh, poor Franz! During the investigation, they found that there was no chicken feed anywhere on the farm. His 200 chickens they didn't take it very well. Since the will to live is great and all living beings, they did what they had to to survive. They descended upon Franz and pecked out his eyes and his heart, all in the name of survival. It was him or them. But they say it was the most yellow, vibrant oaks those eggs had. (laughs) I wonder if these
1: chickens were eaten by humans after all. Yeah. They'll have a little fronds in them. So what I understand is he had 200 chickens, so they survived to some degree, and I guess he was starving them at some point? Did he trip did the chickens? How did they descend upon him enough to take him down?
0: Yeah, Franz, maybe an older, yeah. older uh, gentleman. At least they end up fed. Now this
1: one, Ruben, I've actually, I think I heard this one. This is death by boiling. <laughs> now do you remember when I had my foot boiled? Oh, in in uh, at the scout camp. Yeah, that was you, Mandela you effect. Know, I thought that was somebody else.
0: No, that was a hundred percent me. Trust me, you remember when somebody puts a large cauldron of boiling hot water off the fire and tuck it halfway under a bench. So, yeah, so basically uh, our friend Ben moved this cauldron of boiling water under the, a bench, but it didn't say anything, at least to me. The pot was larger than the bench. It was nighttime. I hopped over the bench, you know, or stepped over it, and one foot went in the boiling water. At first I thought it was cold. Yeah, yeah. And then the pain came and I kicked off my shoe, tore off my sock, and I tore off my sock. It was like a skin of fried chicken, you know, coming right off. I do remember that. It was painful. I do not recommend it. You're saying that somebody died by getting boiled?
1: Yeah, so David Allen Kerwin and his friend Ronald Ratliff, they set out to enjoy a beautiful day in nature at Yellowstone National Park uh, after parking their vehicle to take a quick look at one of the springs, Ratla's dog decided oh, to join them and escaped from the car. So, inexplicably, uh, sorry, so inexplicably, how do you say that word?
0: Inexplicably.
1: Yeah. In his excitement, the pooch proceeded to dive into the spring that they were viewing. Oh. Oh. Oh, that breaks my heart. So, the water temperature would later be determined to be 94 Celsius, which is boiling point. So the poor dog quickly began to yelp as the pain set in, and ignoring the pleas of the other visitors to stay out of the hot spring, Kerwin acted without thought and dove in headfirst to save the dog. He was able to grab the dog and tried his best to save him, but ultimately Kerwin had to release the animal and try to pull himself out out of the spring. Uh, His friend Radliff pulled him from the spring while sustaining second-degree burns on the bottom of his feet by doing so, and another visitor helped Kerwin to the sidewalk. He reportedly said, that was stupid, how bad am I? That he added, that was a stupid thing I did. Well, he's just, that's, it's not stupid. He's trying to save his dog. What's that? He's trying to save his dog. Yeah, it's natural, and he probably, obviously, he probably didn't know how hot it was. He probably recognized that it was hot enough to hurt the dog, but maybe he didn't know how hot it was. So, without going into too much graphic detail after this. uh,
0: Well, there is a spot right here. Oh. Another well-meaning visitor tried to comfort him by removing his shoes. Remember that happened to me? I had to stop when his skin was coming off with it.
1: Yeah, that's actually first aid 101. If you come across somebody who's been burnt, you do not remove anything that's on them for that reason. Yes, they will handle that at the hospital. Did he die, though? Oh, he did. He eventually succumbed to his injuries. Uh, The burns were just too severe. Ironically, there were pamphlets in their vehicle warning about the dangers of the park. They had not read them. And the dog also died. Uh, the dog, dog died. Well, this up there with his dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, we're talking about... <laughs> I guess some, some deaths are funny. <laughs> the dog food one was funny. Death by dog again, kind of a dog kind of...
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Ruben, have you ever seen a
0: bear in real life? Technically, yes. When I was about four or five in Tofino, when we went there. We saw some bears in the distance, but since then, other than a zoo, no. Why
1: well, do you talk about this account here in 84 that happened to this young lady?
0: Death by consumption. Humans arrogantly claim to be the top of the food chain, but sometimes nature has a way of correcting that assumption for us. In 84, that was a good year, a young woman named Bridget Claudia Vanderhagen would learn the hard way. Despite being warned about bears and the dangers of hiking and camping alone in Yellowstone National Park, she still chose to set out on her adventure. When she failed to meet her brother at the designated time and day, he reported her missing to the local rangers. Upon finding her campsite, they made some grisly (laughs) (laughs) discoveries. The tent was ripped. They found pieces of hair, scalp, muscle, and bone and tissue. As the search continued, they found a piece of her lip. How do you find a piece of a lip? Uh. More tissue and bloody clothing. Upon locating her body, they discovered that quite a lot of her body had been consumed by a bear. They theorized the bear had ripped the tent, pulled her out either by the side of her neck or the top of her head while she was sleeping. There did not appear to be a struggle. How could? Oh. Is a grizzly bear. How could it appear like, oh, she got a little bit of that grizzly bear. You're going to (laughs) die. They just want to believe that she died quickly. Like, come on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She, uh, you know, she died in her sleep.
1: (laughs) This bear picking up a woman. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. struggle. (laughs) She felt everything. It's terrible.
0: (laughs) But apparently she wrote in her journal how she was taking all of her precautions to be safe.
1: That bear (laughs) show
0: the bear read that? I was like, uh uh.
1: Well, unfortunately unfortunately her journal was strawberry scented.
0: (laughs) 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 You know, there's probably a of for family that was like, I'm gonna check out this podcast. Dude, they're not gonna mention my sister, are they?
1: Oh, that's a brutal one. So, boiling or bears. This is so obviously our pick, without saying anything right now, but the pick criteria, I believe, for this list is which one do you least likely want to do? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Death by radio contest. This is weird. Determined to win a contest for her kids, Jennifer Strange, yeah, participated in, quote, hold your Wii for a Wii. Oh, I think I've heard of this. So, so for our listeners who don't know, the Wii Wii is a Nintendo gaming system. So we, of course, is another word for urine. So hold your we for we. That's the plan of words. Well, it should have been a funny and light-hearted event. No. inexplicably. I
0: knew somebody who died from not going to the bathroom. What? Yes. Do you have
1: a personal story? Yes. Should I even bother reading this one and just hear your story? Or should we do both? When I said hold your we, I thought
0: I thought that meant like your wee-wee. No. And so I was confused why your- a woman...
1: Yeah. So Uh, let's read her story. You hold on to yours for a real life one. Um, All
0: right. My my wee little story.
1: Okay. So the goal was to see who could drink the most water without going to the bathroom. Uh And the victor would take home a Wii game system. Sounds simple. But after the contest, Jennifer called her office in tears to let them know that she wouldn't be back to work and was going home with a horrible headache. Hours later, her mother discovered Jennifer dead at her home. The coroner found that her death was likely caused by water intoxication or hyponatremia that is defined by the body's sodium level falling below normal, causing the brain to swell and push against the skull. And as you can imagine, this would be brutally painful and cause nausea, vomiting, and weakness. In more severe cases, it results in seizures, coma, and even death. The question I want is, did she urinate?
0: Uh, no, that's not the question, that question, game? though. Did she win?
1: Yeah, did she win
0: the Wii for her kids, at least? Yeah, it was after the contest, but did she win? Hopefully she had left something behind for her kids to enjoy.
1: The, the, oh,
0: the, you want to play the Wii with me? Yeah, this uh, is for you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Absolutely
1: Terrible. Well, I guess the good news is, is the kids didn't have to worry about their mom telling them that they're playing too many video games. <laughs> The dad let them play as much as they wanted after that.
0: Yeah. What a what a strange... Yeah. oh You knew somebody personally? Yeah. All right. Not, not, not well. It was, it was somebody's mother. Let his mom died. And I was like, oh, you know how she died? die. And he said that constipation. She was constipated and... It built up in her system and split down there and poisoned her body and she died. Yeah. I was like, man, that's crappy. Sorry to here, man. Wow. My little pun there at the end, I really did not say that. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. On that bright note, death <laughs> by a flying lawnmower. One of the last things you'd expect to happen in New York at a New York Jets football game would be having a flying lawnmower crash into your head. Ooh. Oh, boy. But, uh, unfortunately for Don Bowman, this became his reality in 1979. During the game's halftime show, model plane enthusiasts were putting on a show for the crowd. Oh, geez. How can you not know that could go wrong? For, forget about the lawnmower flying, but just all these planes. And this. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a short stint being um, into um, model flying airplanes. I'm not sure if you recall that or no. not. But, anyways... Yeah, we used to fly it by your house to Royal Field there with James Jones. I felt there were some aerial dogfights, planes made in novel shapes. One particular novel shape was a plane called the the Flying Lawnmower. It was two feet long and made mostly from metal. Tragically, the plane crashed into the stands, striking John Bowman and Kevin Rourke in their heads. Bowman went under surgery on a terrible gash and later died from his injuries. No. Wark suffered from a concussion, but he recovered. The halftime show, ironically, was put on by the electronic Eagles of the Radio Controlled Association to promote safety of the sport.
1: Wow. You know, I've actually I remember as a kid when somebody had a bad haircut, we say, Did uh did a lawnmower cut your hair? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you remember that? I actually actually I don't, but it's a good one.
1: If he had survived he could have he could have said yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I guess I guess uh, Rourke, you know? Yeah, he could have said it. Were they friends or they just happened to be by each other?
1: That's just one of those things, man. Imagine like you're just you bought those seats, man. There's winning, I, there's yeah. there's winning the lottery and then there's Losing. Right. Well speaking of sport events, Ruben, so we had Death by Lawnmower at a New York Jets football game, but we actually yeah, don't, don't forget about baseball. People have died in baseball too. Sure, yeah. Generally speaking, Ruben, you would think that baseball is less of a contact sport and less violent than a lot of the other sports, but that is not entirely true. There have been a large number of fatalities connected to the game over the years, whether it is a player being beamed in the head by a ball or getting hit in the chest over the heart. Some fans have also been injured or killed by falling from the stands, which I've heard and seen. Unfortunately, in one sad story, the Goldblooms, an elderly couple who regularly attended Daughters games, went, <laughs> went to the stadium to simultaneously celebrate her 79th birthday uh-huh. and the couple's 59th wedding anniversary. So she's
0: Smart on his
1: end. So as they were enjoying the game from the stands, a ball flew just past the protective netting and tragically hit Linda Goldbloom in the head.
0: Oh, Linda. Yeah.
1: So Usher's immediately raced to her side to see if she's okay. When she indicated that she was not, she was placed in an ambulance where she began to vomit. Yeah, concussion. And rushed to the hospital. After undergoing emergency surgery, she was placed on a ventilator. Mrs. Goldblum remained unresponsive for three days before she died from injuries. And just so you know, Ruben, she was buried about 16 kilometers from the stadium and the team that she loved so much.
0: Wow. It's too bad she didn't die on her birth
1: date. Yeah, she died three days. Yeah, that would have been a better day. Imagine a funeral, birthday, anniversary on the same day. I mean, this is just a
0: day the husband will never forget. Yeah. No, but still, kudos to him because he's marrying her on her birthday. Yeah. What other gifts can he give? You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, he's got a- you just need to. He just didn't even remember one date.
1: So, Ruben. Have you ever heard of this next one? No, but I felt like i have been close. Death by toilet. This is death by a toilet. There's been times I feel like I was dying on the toilet, yes. But the toilet itself did not cause my death. I want to explain this This is not
0: the story of Elvis
1: Presley. Death by a toilet. Yeah, the toilet
0: didn't kill Elvis. It was the drugs <laughs> and the food in his system. Convicted murderer. Michael Anderson Godwin unwittingly saved taxpayer pairs a great deal of money at a Columbia, South Carolina, correctional facility in 89. After having his death sentence overturned on appeal, he settled into his new reality as a lifer. As he was only 28 at the time, he was more likely to have been there for many years to come. One fateful day, he attempted to repair a set of earphones that was connected to his television. He bit down one of the earphone wires while he was sitting on the steel toilet on his prison cell. Uh, Turned out to be a deadly combination. The same prisoner who initially escaped the electric chair unintentionally carried out his own death sentence by electro- electrocution on a throne. How ironic. That's
1: awesome. The Iron Throne truly is a killer. Wow. Wow. It's funny. If his headphones had not been dysfunctional, or broken, he wouldn't have had to fix them while he was pooping. Coma. Yeah, I guess so.
0: He got it coming.
1: Yeah, that's, that's weird. weird. That's weird. I love it. He, yeah,
0: a lot of people Ruben, have have died by explosions. Again, this is a different topic than the toilet.
1: <laughs> Sorry, it took me a second. I was like, what are you talking about? Yes, <laughs> I have exploded on a toilet. Ruben, have you? <laughs> um, I guess it's unconventional in a way, but let's read about this. A lot of people have been in military, unfortunately, in military explosions and what have you. But it it is usually, though, Ruben, not a good idea to cross a rival motorcycle gang or any motorcycle gang. I would say whether you're whether you're in competition or not with <laughs> with a motorcycle gang, i I'd, I'd let them be. I don't comment on their bikes, their dress. <laughs> Depending upon the severity of the issue, it is likely that retaliation will soon come your way. So, two gang members were on their way to do just—sorry, two what? Two gang members. Oh, sorry. Gang. Yes. Now they may have been gay, but they were nonetheless gang members. We don't know what their sexuality was at the time. Were on their way to do just that when their carelessness cost them their lives. I don't believe it. There was a careless gang member? Yeah, well, usually they read the safety manual about homemade bombs, but they didn't that day. Apparently, the homemade bomb that they were going to use to kill the rival gang member who was stored in their car's center console. <laughs> Ironically, they, they died in the car, not on their motorcycle. Nobody knows exactly what happened, but the bomb exploded in transit, and they were both killed. The blast was so strong that it ripped open the roof and blew out the front doors of the car, the driver's body was blown into the gutter of an elderly woman's house.
0: Why does it have to be an elderly woman? <laughs> it paints the story,
1: though, right? It does paint a little bit because I, I guess if it was like in the gutter of a twenty-year-old woman's house, she'd be like taken aback, but her life goes on. But an elderly woman would have a hard time dealing with a burned body in her gutter. <laughs> That's what it is. It, it adds more sympathy to the to the, like more victims, you know, peripheral victims in this case. This
0: poor old lady minding <laughs> her own business.
1: Yeah. Somehow the other member was found slumped over and still strapped into a seat inside the vehicle. Well, it's just all relative. Maybe one was wearing a seatbelt and not explosions are going to do what they're going to do, right? Jeez. So one guy got thrown out of the car and the other one stayed in. Well, anyways, they both died. So let that be a lesson there, kids. When you're making homemade bombs, be sure to do so safely. And maybe carry them separately, so in case one of them blows up, you still have the other guy with the other bomb to get to the leader of the gang.
0: That's just me. Yeah. Wow.
1: Th- this one... <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're going to say.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> no, actually, you don't, because I got nothing funny, so you say it. No, it's not funny,
1: but the moment I saw it, I thought of one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: Oh, how come I can't think of Oh, Fargo? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I should have thought of that, but I'm scared. These are scary. These are sorry. The topic is death. Then you know we're talking about a wood chipper. Oh man, oh
1: man! This was
0: gonna be this one's gonna be a hard one to hear, but go ahead. All right, obviously a horrible way to go, especially if you're fully conscious and aware of what is about to happen to you. Oh boy! There have been numerous reports of this happening. Some individuals were severely injured. Some were killed. In one instance, a landscaper. Be careful, our to our brother. Jason, somehow he fell into the teeth of a wood chipper that he had been using at work that day. It was reported that his entire body was pulled through, leaving a gory scene.
1: What other scene would it be? (laughs) You're not getting through a wood chipper in any other way. I mean, you didn't have to say that, leaving a gory scene. Really? He was neatly splayed out. (laughs) He was miraculously uh, displayed on the sidewalk. Albeit in pieces, but in a
0: lovely display of its original form. Rescue workers had to delicately clean the scene. How do you delicately clean that? You just get a garden hose. I I guess I would use
1: a rake. I don't know delicately means they probably picked it up with their forefinger and wow. and thumb,
0: just the tips. <laughs> well, I guess because it's a human, you want to be respectful. Well, who knows? You're just ground uh, beef. Go on. Yes, but they try to reclaim all of his remains. Bearing witness, as you can imagine, to something like this would tend to
1: stay with you forever. It's true. It, it's weird. I'm not even trying to be callous or gross here, but uh, or I don't know what the word is, or glib or flippant about these. Th- but it's weird how we have such a hard time looking at something that's dead. It's a weird concept. I know there's people that work around this, and they're used to it, maybe. For the average person on an average day, we
0: just don't see dead things. For me, for work, I'm around... Babies, toddlers, preschoolers. Right. See the beginning of life. Right. When the drool, you don't think that's dirty. You're like, that's just cute baby drool. Right. But then on the other end of the spectrum, when it's a grown-up that's dead, it's like, ooh. Right. <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of dead people, but the first time I did, I was okay, that's what death looks like. I've heard the term, but once I saw it, I was like, I, I get it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've we got listeners who have had loved ones who have passed on from their life, and uh, and maybe their we'll love life as well, and their love life as well. But I, I guess there's the natural kind of that natural. Yeah, it's it's interesting. The concept of death is interesting. Ruben, yes. Out of those ten horribly unconventional ways that people have died, which is the one that you would least like to experience?
0: Okay, so let's go through the ten though. Death by Woodchipper, death by explosion, death by toilet, death by baseball, death by flying lawnmower, death by radio contest, death by consumption. Really death by drinking much water. Death by boiling, death by pecking, death by dog food. Death by boiling.
1: I was gonna go with that one too, Rube. I it's tough.
0: I'd rather do the wood chipper, man. You would rather do the wood chipper? It's scary. Oh,
1: it's tough. You're gone, quick. I guess so. Go head first, I guess that's the only way to do it. Yeah, with the, the boiling, geez, that's painful. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, let it be cooked from the inside. Okay, yeah, I, I guess just because of the aftermath of the wood chipper, which I guess wouldn't be a concern of yours. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, boiling—it's that's just that's 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 just got to be horrible. Especially hundred degrees because it's just hot enough
0: that you're not right away dying. You know, Barbie would, like, if I could choose one of these. Yeah, sure. Which one would you prefer? I think the flying lawnmower. No. Yeah, because, like, how did he die? A lawnmower. Like, what do you mean a lawnmower? Like, there's a story there. Every single time my kids mow the lawn, I see a lawnmower. <laughs> I can't think of dear old dad. <laughs> Why are you crying? Well,
1: it's funny you speak of a lawnmower, when we were visiting our in-law, my in-law's Becky's parents, we were driving the car from the road, going down the you know, going down the road just before the main road, and out of nowhere, kid you not, there's these houses on hills. This lawnmower came flying down the driveway unattended by an owner. I guess it got away on the owner, went flying down the driveway and missed our car by a matter of two seconds it went in front of the car zoomed by the car just as we drove if we had left two seconds earlier or if i did a two seconds quicker stop at the stop sign before going on that road it would have t-boned where becky was sitting sheesh yeah this is like seven years ago eight years ago it will every time we drive by that spot we always say remember that lawnmower it literally flew out of the driveway (laughs) down to probably a hundred foot incline Zip by our car. It would have t bone where Becky was sitting.
0: Insane. Yeah. Insane.
1: Or a kid, for that matter. It just went in front of the car. So, like, it literally just we. It it, it was funny to look at, but then it's scary to think how we how close we were. Crazy. Yeah. Well, Ruben, that's it. So remember, in front of every yes, so, so, in front of every silver lining, there's a cloud. This was probably one of the most darkest episodes we ever ever done. But I yeah. love it. I think we should just tell the listeners, Not think we're doing more of this stuff per se, but you know, this is fun. This gives Ruben and I a lot of stuff to talk about. There's just a lot of categories out there other than just uh, uh, bands and, and movie stars because you know that gets a little bit not boring. We'll get back to that. But these uh these last few episodes have been fun. Uh, well, I like dabbling into our. I think doing a conspiracy one once every three or four episodes is always fun too. Those are fun for the audience. I think whether you believe it or not, it's always fun to talk about. Yep. So Ruben, it's been a pleasure. It's been a joy
0: as always as always it's all good
1: and don't forget to review us on itunes leave us a review on itunes we appreciate it and tell your friends tell your family follow us on facebook twitter and all that good stuff all right thanks guys thanks for listening Bye.